Hey, thanks for pushing play and inviting me to hang out with you for part of your day. Welcome to the Stronger Together podcast. I'm Risa Ganell, licensed clinical marriage and family therapist. I'm a wife, mom, or Ema, as my daughter calls me, and stepmom. With 25 years of experience as a couples therapist, five marathons under my belt so far, and a passion for helping relationships thrive. Let's all get stronger together physically, emotionally, and in our most important relationships. Let's get to it. Is it chatting or is it cheating? Lots of times couples come into my office and express to me that one or the other has been having an emotional affair. And so today, that's what we're going to take a look at. And I have to say a shout out, a little thank you to one of my clients who, of course, would remain nameless. Uh, They mentioned the television show to me, The Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, which I had not seen before and hadn't even heard of. And so I checked it out because it deals with a woman's marriage falling apart because of an emotional affair. I have to say, if you haven't seen this TV show, give it a watch. It's really poignant in some respects. Every single character is extremely flawed, and it's very messy, their relationships. But it's also very real. I think a lot of people experience what the show portrays in some ways. It's set in ritzy California. Everybody's extremely wealthy. So that part of it is not very realistic. But some of the interactions that they have and the struggles that they have in their relationships are very much what people struggle with these days, especially those who I see that come to my office. So let's talk a bit today about an emotional affair and what that is. You know, there really is more than one way to betray a marriage. We often think of a sexual affair as the way, as the biggest betrayal. While it may be the ultimate betrayal. It's not the only way. You know, cursing at your spouse, calling them names, that, that's a betrayal of the relationship. And many people experience emotional affairs as more painful than sexual infidelity. And oftentimes, those who are in the relationship with the other person, the friendship, they think to themselves or they rationalize to themselves, well, isn't it just a close platonic friendship? Can't I have friends with people of the opposite sex or, you know, of others outside of my marriage, even, you know, for same-sex marriages? Can't I have platonic friendships? And it really is something for couples to define for themselves and really determine what is emotional betrayal of our relationship? What are the boundaries that we set for our marriage, for our connection? And here are some things that I really want you to think about if you are in a friendship that could potentially be, or you are wondering if it's an emotional affair. If you can't stop thinking about the other person, and you find yourself just constantly looking forward to your next interaction with them, that's Sign one, if you're comparing this person to your partner, that's another sign. Because when you start making comparisons, your spouse is never going to win that competition. The other person you elevate in your mind 
to a place that is less flawed. You know, you're not living with them. You're not experiencing raising kids with them. And you get this fantasy going that they do things. They get you so much more than your spouse does. And part of the reason you can feel that that happens, or you can feel that way, is because you're sharing unflattering details about your marriage with this person. They'll look like, wow, they, you know, this other person would, would never talk to me that way. I would never feel that way. And you, you connect with them in an intimate way that you have shut your spouse out from. And so when the emotional energy that you are putting towards this friendship, the emotional energy that you're putting towards this friendship drains the emotional energy from your relationship, from your marriage. And so the, it's imbalanced. When you are hiding this relationship from your spouse, or when your spouse is hiding it from you, that's another sign that this could be an emotional affair. There is a difference between privacy and secrecy. And I think that's probably a topic for another podcast. But I want to plant that seed for you, that notion that certainly everyone in a healthy relationship deserves privacy, needs privacy. We are unique separate human beings. While much of the media makes it seem as if we should spend every waking moment together and know each other's thoughts and sort of blend together as one, that's not healthy either. So privacy is important. It's an essential part of keeping that distance between you. But there's a difference between privacy and secrecy. And so when you are keeping secrets from your spouse about this other friendship, that you meet for lunch and you don't tell them, or that you have a conversation about something that is intimate to the two of you, intimate to you and your spouse, and you don't share that with your spouse, you don't tell them, hey, you know, I talked with so-and-so today about this because it was really on my mind and she gave me this perspective. She gave me these thoughts and ideas. If you don't do that, that's another sign that the emotional connection between you and this other person is shutting out your spouse. If you find yourself dressing up before you go to see this other person, you know, putting that kind of thought and primping and preening, so to speak, before you see this other person, like you used to do, perhaps when you were dating your spouse, that's another sign that this is not just a platonic relationship. There's a difference between a friend and someone we crave. And I'm going to say that again, so that it really sinks in. There's a difference between a friend and someone we crave. I look forward to, and I'm sure you look forward to, seeing your friends, getting together with them. You have a connection with them that is different than the connection you have with your spouse. You share different jokes, you share different stories, you connect in a different way, emotionally. And the connection that you have with your spouse is reserved for your spouse. It's what makes it special. It it's what makes it unique. It's what makes it separate from just a friendship. And when you notice that you are crossing that line, having intimate conversations with this other person, then it's likely you are crossing into an emotional affair. And emotional affairs can be devastating to a marriage, to your spouse. So I really urge you 
if you notice that you are venturing into this territory, you talk with your spouse, you talk with a trusted therapist, you know, someone who can help you navigate this early on before it becomes something that is devastating to your marriage. And the other piece is when I say talk to your spouse, what I mean is be proactive about talking about the boundaries that each of you expect of the other. It's far too often we make assumptions about what the other believes is a boundary because, well, you see it as a boundary. If you don't make it explicit, then you're going to deal with it after the fact, after the boundary's been broken. Part of a healthy marriage is really looking at these things ahead of time, proactively and not assuming what you expect is what your partner expects. And some of it may seem kind of obvious, like, well, well, no, of course I wouldn't kiss someone on the lips, kiss, kiss another person on the lips. I know families where kissing on the lips is very commonplace. And it's not seen as a sign of betrayal or something that's purely sacred for husband and wife or partners, husband and husband, wife and wife. I'm not referring specifically to certain genders here. And there are cultural differences and, and cultural differences occur within families, right? The family that you grew up in is a different culture than the family your spouse grew up in, even if you're both from the same cultural background of, let's say, I'll just pick one, you know, like Eastern European Jewish family, many generations here in the United States. I just picked that one because that's mine. Even if my spouse was from that same background, the cultural differences they experienced in their own family culture isn't the same as mine. I'm encouraging you to be explicit about the boundaries so that you don't accidentally cross over into an emotional betrayal, an emotional affair, because you haven't talked about these things. If you are experiencing feeling like your spouse has crossed the line and is having an emotional affair, obviously, I encourage you to talk with your spouse and talk with someone. Go and see a therapist, see a marriage and family therapist who can help you navigate and get the boundaries reset and get the expectations reset and understood and the connection and the energy, the emotional energy redirected back to your marriage. I really encourage you to broach this conversation with your spouse, even if you don't have any suspicion that your spouse is having an emotional affair or you're worried that you might have crossed the line with a friendship. Bring up this notion of an emotional affair to talk about as part of affair-proofing your marriage, right? You talk about it ahead of time. What are your expectations? Hey, you know, I listened to this podcast or I saw this show, right? The show I was talking about before, The Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. And this is the notion that they brought up. And I just wanted us to be able to talk about it in a way that, you know, we can both have really clear what your expectations are, what your thoughts are about it and what mine are, so that we can have a clear understanding so that we don't accidentally stray into something like that. As always, I encourage you to talk to each other, right? That is a huge part of what keeps a relationship vibrant and keeps it safe and connected. Let me go over for you what I was saying before about some of the signs 
for yourself to check on yourself to see if hmm, maybe I've strayed into an emotional affair with this person, or if you think maybe your spouse may have strayed into this kind of relationship with someone. So if you can't stop thinking about the person, if you notice that these thoughts just are constantly on your mind, that's a sign that it may be starting to drift outside of the friendship. If the time you're spending together is, in, is increasing, if you find yourself comparing the person to your partner, that's a really big one because it's most likely that your partner is never going to win that comparison game. If you're sharing intimate details about your marriage with this other person, and especially if you're sharing unflattering details about your marriage with this person, If you hide or omit details from your spouse about your get-togethers with this other person or about your conversations with this other person, if you dress up before you see them, you know, you find yourself really attending to want to impress them. And that can be another sign if you're looking to give them that great impression in hopes they'll find you attractive. If the intimacy with your partner decreases, that's another sign as well. And if you find that you really just feel like you connect and you don't find that with your spouse. Part of the reason, just to reiterate, you may feel that way is because you have pulled away from really connecting with your spouse and so they can't get you. So it's time to redirect the energy back towards your spouse. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, this is a serious topic. I hope that you have found it helpful things to consider, planting seeds so that you can really look at them and see if this is a weed that needs to be pulled from your relationship. So part of getting stronger together is when I get input from you. Please subscribe to this podcast. Take a few minutes to write a review on iTunes. I really appreciate it.
The Stronger Together podcast is brought to you by TogetherCouplesCounseling.com, where we help couples communicate better, trust more, and argue less. Please visit our website for more information on this podcast, our in-person couples therapy services, and online fitness coaching for couples and individuals. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to hearing from you.